Hi, and welcome to the Book of Rulebooks. My name is Mathieu Labrosse, and today I'll read to you Chapter 5, Miramis, a game by Johan Levet and published by History Games. In the kingdom of Miramis, the end colonies have been fighting for centuries to dominate their neighbors. To put an end to this war, the Council of the Queens has decreed that the final battle will decide the issue of the final victory. Send your soldiers and your workers to assault of the kingdom. Fill up your larder, hunt down insects, and wisely place your pheromones to conquer the territory. But, most importantly, don't forget to prepare for winter. Object of the game Each player leads an end colony from the world of Mermies, struggling to establish its supremacy over the kingdom. During the game, the players will score points by placing pheromone tiles, hunting prey, feeding the queen, and completing objectives. At the end of the game, the player with the most points will be declared the winner. Game Setup the main board is placed in the middle of the table. The resource cubes, larvae, and special tiles are placed near the game board. The year token is placed on the space which marks the first year of the game. The season dice are rolled and each die is placed on its space on the season track. The prey tokens are randomly placed on their spaces. Two objectives, each of level 1, level 2, and level 3, are randomly chosen and placed on their respective spaces. Each player chooses a color and takes one individual board, the ants, the octagons, which are the nurses, discs, the cubes, and pheromones of the chosen color, which they place near their individual board. Each player places three nurses in the nursery, two workers in the worker rook, and a larva in the larva room. A tunnel exit token, indicating the initial tunnel exit of each player, is placed on each of the starting spaces. A colored disc is placed at level 0 of the ant colony, and the score token is placed on the starting space of the score track at 10 points. The event cube is placed on the event track, according to the event indicated by the season die. The other elements are placed near individual boards. The shortest player is chosen to be the first player. That player gets the first player token. Then, the game begins. Game Basics A game of Miramis is played over the course of three game years. Each year is divided into four seasons. During the first three seasons, the player will play a normal turn while winter is a special season in which they'll have to draw from their stored food reserves. Each player has an individual board which represents the end colony. The board is divided into various parts. An event track, which indicates the event of the current season. A larva room. A nursery. A soldier room. A worker room. An atelier, where the nurses who aren't participating in the birds will be able to go work. A storeroom, where the resource cubes will be stored. And an end colony, divided into four levels. At the beginning of the game, only level 0, the highest one, is accessible. The left column of the ant colony is made up of rooms in which the workers will be able to go work. 
The right column shows what options are available to workers going outside. The players start the game with three nurses, two workers, one larva, and a tunnel exit which represents their exit point to the garden area. The main board is divided into multiple areas. A score track, this track shows the score of the players during the game. The players will score points by placing pheromones, hunting prey, cleaning up opposite pheromones and completing objectives. Then, a year and season track. The year track shows the current year and what the players will need once winter arrives. Season track is made up of three spaces for the season dice. At the beginning of each year, the dice will be rolled and will indicate the events for the year to come. Then, a garden area. The workers which leave the individual board of each player will exit from a tunnel. They will then move over the terrain and will be able to place pheromones, which will give them access to resource cubes, clean up empty pheromones to make space, hunt prey by discarding soldiers, or place special tiles, but only if they've developed the ant colony. Then, they have the atelier. In this area, the nurses placed by the players in the atelier will be able to dig new tunnels, improve the ant colony, make new nurses, or complete objectives. And finally, the objectives. During the game, six objectives can be completing by discarding elements. There are two objectives of level 1, two of level 2, and two of level 3. A normal season, so the spring, summer, and fall, is made up of six phases. The first, the event. For each season, an event will be determined by the die for that season. During this phase, the players will be able to modify that event by spending larvae. The events allow players to obtain special bonuses for the season. Second, the births. Each player will use their nurses to give birth to new ants, which are the larvae, which are used to modify events, create new nurses during phase 5, and food during winter, the workers, which will work during phase 3, and soldiers, which will be used to hunt prey, invade enemy pheromones, and guard food during winter. In addition, some nurses can be set aside for phase 5, which is the atelier. Third, the workers. Each player will use their workers, whether to send them into their end colony, or to make them go out into the garden. A worker who is working in its ant colony will generally bring back one resource and will be able to be used again next turn. A worker who leaves for the garden will automatically be discarded after its action. In the garden, a worker can use three movement points to either find prey, which will then be hunted by discarding soldiers, either place pheromones, which will be filled with resource cubes and later harvested, or clean up empty pheromones to make space. Or finally, place a special tile, such as the aphid farm, which allows player to gain one cube of food per turn. Fourth phase, the harvest. Each player will take one cube of their choice from each own pheromone and place it in their stock. Five, the atelier. Each player will use the nurses placed in the atelier during phase two. These nurses allow players to either dig new tunnels, which will allow better exit options for the workers, or improve the end colony by spending resources, which will allow access to lower levels, or 
create new nurses to have more options during phase two, or finally, complete objectives set by the Council of the Queens, which will allow players to score victory points. And finally, phase six, the end of turn, where each player updates their stock and the first player token moves. During winter, the player must discard food cubes or lose points. However, the soldiers protect the food and allow players to save food. At the end of three years, the player with the most points wins the game. Game Overview The game takes place over a period of three game years, with each year being divided into four seasons, which are spring, summer, fall, and winter. The first three seasons are normal turns, but the last, the winter, is a maintenance phase during which the players must spend food in order to pass through winter. Game Turn During spring, summer, and fall, the players perform a normal turn, which is divided, again, into six phases. Phase 1 Event This optional phase is played simultaneously by all players. By using the larva at their disposal, the players can modify the seasonal event determined at the beginning of the year. Each larva spend allows them to move the event cube one space to the right or the left. There are no limits to the number of larvae a player can spend. Once a player has performed this phase, that player can move on to phase 2 without having to wait for the other players. The various events are positive and usually affect the phase 2 to 6 of the game. Therefore, the explanation for each event will be made when relevant. The first event we can explain is the victory point plus 1 event. As soon as a player scores victory point during the current season, for example by placing a pheromone, by feeding the queen, or by completing an objective, that player scores 1 extra victory point. Phase 2. Birds. This phase is played simultaneously by all players. Each player uses their nurses to place them either in one of the three birth tracks to give birds to new ants, or in the atelier so that they can be used during phase 5. A player can spread their nurses between the birth tracks and the atelier as they please. They do not have to use all of their nurses, though we recommend they do. The birth tracks. The player can use their nurses to give birth to three different types of ants. The first type is a larva. The player can use up to three nurses in this track. The first nurse gives birth to a single larva. The second and third nurse can give birth to two larvae each. The second type is the soldiers. The player can use up to three nurses in this track. The first two nurses give birth to one soldier. The third nurse gives birth to an extra soldier. The third type of ant is the worker. The player can use up to four nurses in this track. Two nurses are needed to give birth to a worker, and eventually, two more to give birth to a second. There are three different events that can have an effect on this phase. If a player has chosen larva plus two, worker plus one, or the soldier plus one event, that player's nurses give birth to an extra two larva, one worker, or one soldier, as long as the player has used enough nurses to give birth to at least one of the end type concerned. For example, 
To benefit from a plus two larva event, the player must use at least one nurse to give birth to a larva. As soon as all players have finished placing their nurses on the birth track, and possibly the atelier, they simultaneously proceed to the birth of the ants. The ants thus created are placed in the respective rooms on the player's individual boards. The players then move on to phase 3. Note. In the game, the workers and soldiers are not differentiated. It would be pointless as the soldiers never go out into the garden. Each player has a reserve of 8 soldiers slash workers. This limit can under no circumstances be broken by a player, and a player who, for example, has 5 soldiers and 3 workers will not be able to gain any new ones until some of their ends are discarded. Phase 3. Workers. This phase is played by each player in turn, starting with the first player and going clockwise. In turn, each player will use a worker to either send it outside or to send it to work in the ant colony. Players are not allowed to pass. Note. Depending on the choices made by the players during phase 2, it is possible that some players may have more workers than others. In that case, some players will play more often in this phase than other players. First option for workers is the ant colony. The player can decide to send the worker off to work inside the colony. The colony is made up of four levels, and at the beginning of the game, only the first level is available. At each level, one and only one worker can work. To use the colony, the player simply places the worker on a space where he or she wants it to work and gains the indicated bonus. Then, the next player begins their turn. The used worker remains in place. No other worker can come work at that level and the worker will not be able to be used again for the turn. There are four levels to the ant colony. The level zero is the gestation room. The player gets a larva, which is immediately placed in the larva room. The level 1 is the larder. The player gets a cube of food, which is immediately placed in their stockpile. The level 2 is the quarry. The player gets a cube of earth or stone, of their choice, which immediately gets placed in their stockpile. And finally, the level 3, the queen's room. The player spends one cube of food from their stockpile to feed the queen and immediately gains two victory points. One of the events for that phase is the level plus one event. If a player has chosen the level plus one event, they can send one of their workers to work at a higher level. For example, if the player has a level zero ant colony, as is the case at the beginning of the game, they can send a worker to work at the larder, which is the level one, if they've chosen the level plus one event. The second option for workers is the sortie. The player can decide to have the worker go outside. To do that, the player takes their worker and places it in one of their tunnel's exit in the garden area. At the beginning of the game, the players only have a single tunnel exit. The workers which leave will never come back into the ant colony, as the worker will be discarded as soon as it has placed a tile, pheromone, or special tile or at the end of its movements if the player does not want to place a tile. The worker has three movement points outside of the ant colony and does not have to use all of these points. 
By using these movement points, it can explore the surrounding area, which will allow it to perform multiple actions, either hunt a prey, place a pheromone, place a special tile, or clean up a pheromone. Movement. For one movement point, a worker can either move through an empty space without pheromones or cross an entire pheromone tile, which is considered a single empty space. Spaces containing water cannot be crossed. Spaces containing prey can only be crossed if the prey is hunted. One of the events that can affect movement is the move plus three event. If the player has chosen the move plus three event, that player has six movement points for the turn instead of three. Opposing tiles. A worker can cross opposing tiles, which are tiles belonging to other players. However, this action costs a soldier. Thus, for each opposing tile in which the worker enters, its players must spend a soldier, which is removed from the soldier room and returned to the reserve. Hunt a prey. If the worker enters a space containing a prey token, it immediately lets the soldiers know and this prey must immediately be hunted. Thus, a player may not enter a space containing a prey if that player does not have the soldiers allowing the prey to be hunted, or if the player does not wish to hunt that prey. To hunt the prey, the player must discard soldiers according to the prey. The discarded soldiers are returned to the reserve. The player then takes the prey token, places it next to their individual board, and earns victory points and food cubes, according to the prey hunted. The food cubes are placed in their stock. The worker can then continue its movement if it still had points remaining. There are three different types of prey. The first one, the ladybug, requires one soldiers and gives two food cubes. The second type of prey is the termite, which requires one soldiers and is worth one food cube and two victory points. And the third type is the spider, which requires two soldiers and is worth one food cube and four victory points. Placing a pheromone. If the worker is on an empty space, with no prey token and with no pheromone or special tile, the player can decide to place their pheromone from the reserve. The maximum size that a player can place depends on the level of their ant colony. If the ant colony is at level zero, it can place a 2-hex tile. If the ant colony is at level 1, it can place one of the two types of tile which contains 3 hexes. If the ant colony is at level 2, it can place one of the two types of tiles which have 4 hexes. And if the ant colony is at level 3, it can place the tile with 5 hexes. The player must respect a few placement rules. First, one of the X's of the pheromone must be placed on the space on which the worker is. Then, the pheromone cannot cover another tile, token, or extend beyond the garden area. And finally, the pheromone cannot be placed on a water space. Once the pheromone is placed, the player then places on it the resource cubes, which are either food, earth, and stone, depending on what the pheromone covers. Spaces containing mushrooms are sterile and produce no cubes. If the pheromone scores victory points, which is the case for all pheromones of size greater than 2, the player immediately scores the points indicated on the pheromone. The worker is then discarded 
and the next player going clockwise begins using their worker. Placing a special tile. If the worker is on an empty space with no prey token or pheromone or special tile, the player can decide to place a special tile there. The kind of special tile a player can install depends on the level of their ant colony. If their ant colony is at level 1, that player can place an aphid farm or a scavenging tile. And if their ant colony is at level 3, that player can place a sub-colony tile. The placement rules for special tiles are the same as those for pheromones. However, to be built, these special tiles require resource cubes. The aphid farm requires one cube of stone, the scavenging tile requires one cube of food, and the subcolony tile requires one cube of earth, stone, and food. Once a special tile is placed, the player places one of their cubes on it. This cube simply indicates that the special tile belongs to the player. Then, the player scores the points corresponding to the placing of the tile and discards the worker. It's then the next player's turn to use a worker. Two different events can affect the placement of tiles. If the player has chosen the level plus one event, they can use pheromones, power, or special tiles of the higher level. For example, if their end colony is at level zero, they can use pheromones of size three with the event or build a scavenging. If the player has chosen the hexagon plus one event, they can use the pheromones of a level 1 higher. Moreover, if their ant colony is at level 3, they could potentially use the soul size 6 pheromone at their disposal. Clear a pheromone. A worker who moves over an empty pheromone, one containing no cube, can decide to clear it. To do so, the player must discard one earth cube from their stockpile. The pheromone is then removed from the board and is removed from the game. The points indicated on the pheromone are not lost by the player. Opposing pheromones. The empty pheromones of the other players can also be cleared. Once again, the worker must be on a space of the pheromone the player would like to clean up. The cost is the same, one cube of earth. The action of cleaning up an opponent's pheromone is worth any points printed on it. The player whose pheromone is clean loses no points. Once the pheromone is cleared, the worker can resume its movement normally. Phase 4. The Harvest Once all players have played all of their workers, they move on to the harvest phase. The harvest phase is played simultaneously. On each of their non-empty pheromones on the board, the owner of that pheromone picks up a cube of their choice. This action is mandatory. The cube thus picked up are placed in the player's stockpile. Moreover, each aphid farm earns one cube of food for its owner. Each scavenging earns the choice of one cube of earth or stone for its owner, and each subcolony earns two victory points for its owner. Only one event can affect the harvest, which is the harvest plus three event. If the player has chosen the harvest plus three event, that player can, after their normal harvest, pick up to three extra cubes of their choice present on their pheromones. These cubes are placed in their stockpile. This action is not mandatory. 
Phase 5. The Atelier. Once all the players have performed their harvest, play moves on to the Atelier phase. This phase is played by each player in turn and only concerns players who have put one or more nurses in the Atelier during phase 2. The players who have done so take the nurses in their Atelier and places them in the Atelier spaces of the main board. The player cannot place more than one nurse per space in the atelier. They will thus only be able to perform each action once per turn. If a player has placed multiple nurses in the atelier, the player freely chooses the order in which their actions are resolved. The atelier has four spaces, which are the tunnel space, the ant colony level space, the new nurse space, and the objective space. The tunnel space. The player who has placed a nurse in this atelier can place a new tunnel exit in the garden area and earns a cube of earth which they place in their stockpile. The new tunnel exit is represented by one of the four tokens of the player's color and must be placed on an empty hexagon adjacent to one of the player's elements on the board, so either a pheromone, tunnel exit, or a special tile. This new tunnel exit will offer the player a new option when having workers leave the colony during subsequent turns. Note: A player cannot have more than three tunnel exits in addition to the starting one over the course of the game. The Ant Colony Level Space The player who has placed a nurse in this atelier can improve their Ant Colony. To do that, they must spend cubes of earth or stone. To get from level 0 to level 1, you must spend 2 cubes of earth. To get from level 1 to level 2, you must spend 1 cube of stone and 2 cubes of earth. And to get from level 2 to level 3, you must spend 3 cubes of stone. To indicate the new level of their end colony, the player moves their end colony disc to the new level reached. A player cannot skip a level, for example going from level 0 to level 2, or dig two levels at once, even if that player has enough cubes to do so. New Nurse Space The player who has placed a nurse in this atelier makes a new nurse. To do that, they must spend two cubes of food and two larvae from their stockpile and takes a new nurse from their reserve and places it in the nurse room of their individual boards. This new nurse will be able to be used starting on the next turn. A player cannot make two nurses, even if they have enough resources to do so. The objective space. The player who has placed a nurse in this atelier can complete an objective. The objectives are divided into three levels, two for each level. As their first objective, a player must complete a level one objective. From then on, this will give them the ability to complete an objective a level 2 or lower, and then, once that objective is complete, a level 3 objective will be able to be completed. During the game, it is not possible to complete a given objective twice. Most objectives require the player to discard certain elements, for example, food tokens, earth cube, stone cubes, larvae, prey objectives, or even soldiers. A player who completes an objective places their nurse on the first free space next to that objective 
and immediately scores the victory points indicated on that space, which are 6 points for level 1, 9 points for level 2, and 12 points for level 3. Moreover, if other players have completed that same objective in previous turns, these players each score 3 points. This does not happen if the objective has been completed during the same atelier phase. Phase 6. End of the season. The players perform this phase simultaneously, which is more of a cleanup phase. First, they discard larvae, which may have been used during phase 1. Then, they discard any excess cubes in their reserve. If their end colony is of level 0 or 1, they can store up to 4 cubes of their choice and must discard any over that amount. If their end colony is of level 2 or 3, they can store up to 6 cubes of their choice and must discard any over that amount. Then, they regain the workers which have worked in their ant colony and return them to the worker room. Then, they regain the nurses and return them to the nurse room of their individual board. However, the nurses used to complete objectives are not recovered. Next, the die of the season which has just finished is removed from the game board. Then, the first player token is given to the player to the left of the current player. And finally, if they've just finished playing Spring or Summer, the players then return the event cube to the space corresponding to the result of the die given for the upcoming season. If they've just played through Fall, they then move on to the Winter phase. Winter During Winter, each player will have to spend food from their stockpile. The first year, each player will have to discard 4 cubes of food. The second year, each player will have to discard 5 cubes of food. And for the last year, each player will have to discard 6 cubes of food. If a player doesn't have a sufficient amount of cubes, that player loses 3 victory points for each missing cubes. Soldiers during Winter Each soldier a player has during Winter allows that player to reduce the amount of cubes to be spent by 1. Soldiers are then not discarded. End of the year. After winter, the year is over and a new year is beginning. The season dice are re-rolled and the players replace the event cube according to the number shown by the spring die. A new turn then begins. End of the game. The game ends after the winter of the third year. The player with the most victory points wins the game. In case of a tie, the tied players share the victory. 2, 3, or 4 players No matter what the number of players, the game rules remains identical, with two exceptions. First, the playing field and the starting spaces for the tunnels are adjusted depending on the number of players. And second, the points scored by other players when completing an objective they've already completed vary according to the number of players. There's 3 points with 4 players, 4 points with 3 players, and 5 points with 2 players. And that is it for Chapter 5 of the Book of Rulebooks, Miramis game designed by Johan Levet and published by Eastery Games. 
My name was Metzard Abras, and thank you very much for listening. We'll see you in the next chapter. Smartphone Inc.